Bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros, two bros, five feet apart cause they're two bros, two bros, two bros, five feet apart. Hello and welcome for the final, the finale, the ultimate in Lord of the Rings. This is We Ray Queerbait. I'm your host, Devin. We're exploring the blurry lines between homies, homos, and we're finally done with Lord of the Rings. We will not be covering The Hobbit. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm Emery. My pronouns Absolutely are Absolutely fucking she, not. And boy, oh boy, Nazguys and Nazguls, we're finally here. Mmm, I like that. Mm-hmm, beautiful. Um, Sky, my pronouns are he, she, and boy, am I glad to be here. This is um, beautiful. Like, not like I'm glad to be, you know, at the end, but it's a beautiful hey, end. One could even say that as as a po- as a co-host with you guys, I'm glad to be with you here at the end of all recordings. Mm. So true, bestie. The end of mm. all recordings. So true. Parentheses Tolkien related. <laughs> Never right. recording parentheses, not really. <laughs> it would be hard to cover um, a a thirteen way um, poly relationship as we rate queer bait. Like we could do it, but yeah. Like... Who would be the fungus? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. Who would? <laughs> Who would be the fungus? Um. No, no cat. Maybe the one that in the movie they turned um, hot for elves. Who the fuck was that one? I don't fucking remember. Okay. Exactly. But we would know. Yeah, he is. He kind of has fungus energy. Yeah. The first thing he does say to that elf is, I could have anything in my pants. Do you want to feel? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a great line. and I knew I didn't like it, but I assumed, you know, well. That you imagined it. <laughs> no, I just think like that line didn't stick out as the reason I didn't like it, but you know, it probably didn't help. How'd you guys like uh Return of the King, specifically the Sam and Frodo bits? Boy. Beautiful. Yeah, the other bits Did you cry? Because I did. I was at work, like, oh fuck. I forgot how sad this was. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. My experience reading the book was just like I could not focus on any of it. Like liter just so so little of it left like any sort of mark on my brain. Then like the second Sam uh comes into focus, I'm 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 crying and I I won't stop. I know. <laughs> Every time I when I said um at the beginning uh, I read the book uh, months ago in preparation for this and said I would have time to reread it and then I didn't so I read the spark notes and let me tell you when I skipped every bit of the spark notes summary that did not include the word <laughs> like, Fr- Sam or Frodo <laughs> I said I don't need any of this yeah truly I don't need any of it and I don't give a shit yeah truly watching the movie I was like wow did all this stuff happen in the book. Literally. <laughs> well, there's a big battle in the book. Didn't remember that part. I like the battles in the movie, even if I think they are a little long, and I read them in the book, and I'm like, no. It's like, I don't give a shit. Go back to the Sam Frodo bits. Thank yeah, you. give me something else. 
Well, this makes our job a lot easier when I can fully say um, we don't care about any of the non-Sam and Frodo bits. There's a big battle. There's a city. There's a big battle at the city. Uh, Aragorn becomes king, blah, blah, blah. That's that section of the book. Yeah. Basically. Let's, let, let's talk about Sam and Frodo's section. Let's let's do it. Sam is sad at a gate, and he can't get through the gate, and he's sad at the gate because Frodo is past the gate. And Sam says, I'm sad, I guess I'll go home. And he takes the ring to go home, but then he thinks about how much he loves Frodo, so he turns around, mm-hmm. and he says, maybe with the ring I can get past the gate. So he puts the ring on and feels immense power and thinks, wow, I could be Sam the Powerful. But then he thinks about how much he loves gardening and how much he loves Frodo. So then he takes the ring off because he's nice. Literally, <laughs> Samwise Gamgee said, I could be so powerful and turn the world. First of all, he wants to turn the world beautiful and green. And if it, that isn't a benevolent ruler, like, don't even talk to me. Second of all, he then takes the ring off because he's like, you know what? Um, actually, if I controlled other people, like if I took on that role, I wouldn't be able to garden myself. So what is even the point of all yeah, that power? Fuck so fuck that. Also, I, I love Frodo a whole lot. I also, love I really want to see Frodo again. So. <laughs> so then he does that. Then he goes to the gate and the guardians of the gate, the something... They're like, you can't fucking pass, idiot. And he says, but I have a big light. And they say, ew. And then they let him pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of orcs are fighting. He's comes upon them. He threatens them. Uh, they do something. My mind's a blur at this section. Uh, but... All push comes to stuff. He kills two He's doing two like a bunch of like... He does like a stealth sequence. Yeah, he does a bunch of eavesdropping to find out that two orcs groups like the two that captured Frodo are like at war with each other over whether or not they well he's speculating in his head it's very funnily written thank you Tolkien that it's like he's speculating in his head wait um are um the the orcs must be fighting over his mithril armor that must be it and it turns out that is exactly right. He finds Frodo, and um, first of all, he started singing a song in the ways, and that's what the orcs got distracted. Yeah, he was like, I miss Frodo so much, I'll start singing to myself, which, a man for my heart. Um, I know. Yeah. He- and he's always talking about how he can't sing, and this one time, he comes up with all these lyrics right from this heart, and then he hears, like, Frodo singing back to him, but he's like, did I hear that? Man, fellas literally just went into a big tower full of evil guys who want to kill him and was just like, I'll, you know, I'll just sing a song. I think that'll make me feel better. Maybe Mr. Frodo will hear. Yeah. Sometimes you're, like, sad in an evil tower and you're like, what if I sing a song to make myself feel better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it works, you know? And it works. It fucking works, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think what happens is he hears the orc come in and say, hey, Frodo, why are you singing? I'm going to whip you, bitch. And then Sam gets mad and goes in and kills him. Yeah, Sam just fucking stabs that guy and kills him. It's <laughs> like, fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, he frees Frodo and Frodo is like, hey, man, sup? Glad you're here. Give me my fucking ring back, you dirty little thief. And then Sam's like, IDK, kind of harsh, but here you go. And Frodo's like. Sorry, man, you just, I, you know... I you just, just had my ring, is all. You just had my ring, and I really wanted it back. Thanks. Sam has an, so Sam the next step, has an oh, easier yeah. time giving up the ring than either Frodo or Bilbo, I will just say. 
Uh, yeah. He's like, not my ring. Don't want it anymore. He says, I don't want to be Sam the Strong. It's fine. Um, the next section of this book is they wandering through Mordor and it sucks and everything sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and Sam has to keep, like, being the the cheerleader for both of them. Like, I, I, like there's several times where, like, he's just thinking in his head, like, okay, I have to get up and I have to say something to Frodo that's going to get him to stand up and walk another couple miles with me. Yeah, Frodo is moping and sad and being a whiny little bitch, and... To be fair, they're both starving. <laughs> he does have a cursed ring. Yeah, he does have a cursed ring, and they're both starving and dehydrated, and Frodo did get poisoned by a big Spidey. Um, yeah, like two days ago, like two and days he's ago. just coming off of that. So yeah, so yeah, Sam does have to be the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, you know the fucking emotional support and he does such a good job on it he really he's constantly being there's one point in which um they're like getting close to mount doom and the eye like briefly passes over them and sam's like good it didn't see us and frodo starts freaking out because he's like what if he saw us and sam just like takes frodo and cups his hands and just kind of holds him in his lap for a while to calm him down and i'm like holy shit dude Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> just holy shit, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Frodo at that point does start screaming out and being like, Sam, you have to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, I need you. Don't we all? Yeah. You know, me too, dude. <laughs> so they get to Mount Doom. Uh, it sucks there. Everything sucks. Uh, Gollum's back. Yeah, he is. Gollum's back and he's... He starts beating the shit out of Sam. It's our friend Gollum. And then he starts beating the shit out of Frodo. It's our- Did we miss carrying him up the mountain? Yeah, we miss carrying him up oh, the mountain. Yeah. He carries him up the mountain. He carries him up the mountain in the uh, movie. I forget if the exact line is in the book, too. He does say, I may not be able to carry this burden for you, but I can carry you. And at that point, my brain chemistry got completely altered. <laughs> I also love that he thought it in his brain like a while like he it's part of the narrative he's like I will fucking carry him up the mountain if I have to to like shut up his inner monologue mm-hmm. and then it I comes will fucking do it. It comes to it and he sees Frodo like miserably pathetically trying to like crawl and he's like you know what I'll do it. I'll, just do I'll it. carry him. I'll just do it. Yeah. He says, this is all I wanted to do, actually. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, throughout the whole, like, trip through Mordor, it's like, oh, we definitely don't have enough provisions to get anywhere after we do the Mount Doom thing. Uh, so we're, we're kind of we're kind of done after this. That's a wrap on Sam and Frodo. Uh, this is the last thing we're going to do. And also... We might not even get to do it because boy oh boy are the odds against us. Yeah, boy oh boy is it like we fuck up at all and they're like going through Mordor and it's like every few seconds they're like, oh no, orcs again. Oh no, orcs again. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ, more orcs. Oh uh, heck, we got oh, fuck, we're starving. <laughs> oh look, we're out of water. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, but look, it's okay. There's this little shitty trickle of w- dirty, 
like dirty piss <laughs> nasty, water. Nasty volcano piss water <laughs> just flowing through here. Thank the gods. Thank the Lady Galadriel for this like tiny bit of sunlight that I can barely see by. And this trickle of muddy piss shit water. <laughs> but it might honestly just be orc piss that flows in one line. Honestly, we don't know. But thank God. We'll, let us refill our cups with this. <laughs> I'm going to put that right in my bottle. <laughs> Finally, some bong water I can drink. Right in my contigo. Oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we've all been there, you know? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've all been at the point where we're just like, you know, let's thank God for this dirty, shitty piss water that was just in here. Great. It's all I wanted in my life. Yeah, that's the good stuff. That's what I need in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm, crisp. Mm-hmm. Like McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> That is how I feel when I'm thirsty enough to drink tap water instead of waiting for the Brita to fill. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, mm, mm, it, delicious, this is nasty, but actually, it's mm. better. That ah, I love the mercury. Actually, yeah. it's better that this water has dirt and mud in it. It's got those electrolytes. This is this is nature's Gatorade. Yeah, it has all those minerals that you need. Yeah, yeah. All those delicious, delicious minerals that my body craves. Yeah, your body's supposed to have dirt. It immunize it immunizes it against. Oh uh, yeah, it, other clears dirt. Out, it clears out the toxins. Yeah, <laughs> these hobbits are gonna have such strong immune systems while they're dying on a mountain. <laughs> well, they're dying of dehydration <laughs> on a mountainside. That's true. No amount of orc piss can kill these guys. Uh, just like Bear Girls used to say. <laughs> Hobbit versus Wild. Please drink this dirty orc piss. <laughs> the only thing I can do is drink orc piss. Is drink this orc piss I just found. <laughs> terrible beautiful yeah uh golem's back yeah so anyway sam does all that shit sam puts in the most emotional and physical labor you've ever seen in your fucking life (laughs) and then golem just clubs him behind the head (laughs) yeah it's fucked up yeah fuck that guy to be honest yeah and they get into a little scuffle and at the end frodo draws a sword and says i will fucking kill you and golem says whoop and then Sam thinks, I could fucking kill him. But then says, nah. Yeah, he's and then they crawl nice. back up the mountain. Yeah, That's why he's the fungus. That's true. They're like, damn, we don't want to kill the fungus. <laughs> fungus has a lot of uses in nature. What if he has a lot of uses? No, this and you is, know what he does. No, yeah. this is just the shitty fungus. This is the one that just smells bad and nothing else. Yeah. Anyways, but even he serves a purpose, which is getting himself thrown in the fire so that Frodo doesn't just keep the ring. That's yeah, which true. is getting so unimaginably fucked up that uh, evil destroys itself or some theme or whatever. Or yeah. Speaking I of which, they get into Mountain Doom, and instead of you know, in, you know, exponentially increasing its own power. Yeah, forever and always. Um, speaking of, I love how um, Strider is the new king now, which means everything's going to be great forever. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they get into Mountain Doom, uh, and uh, Sam is like, great, we're here. Uh, 
throw that bitch into the fire right this fucking instant. And Frodo, he seems a little dark-sided, you know? Mm-hmm. He's getting, like... A little twisted. Yeah, he has a little bit of penis face on right now, looking at the ring, and he says, Uh... I don't know. Shit's looking kind of tight, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Here's the though. thing about that. Here's the thing, though. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually seeming really precious to me right now. I don't know. Is don't that know. wild? Feeling kind of precious-coated. Feeling a bit precious-coated? I don't know. Maybe the ring... Ring's looking kind of nice, though. And Sam's like, or you could throw it away. And yeah. Sa- Frodo says, no. But here's the thing. What if this was your girl um, out of town on a Friday night, and this yeah. ring was walking into your club? Like, what are you doing? Like, Frodo, we drank so much piss water to get here. you got to throw it in. <laughs> He says, Sam, the ring has spoken to me. It can get me so much more piss water to build up my immune system. It says it's like ten piss waters all in one. And Sam's like, no, that's bad, Frodo. And he's like, I'm drinking. I'm taking the chug. So he does. He puts on the ring and is invisible. And Sam's like, son of a bitch. Uh, But it's fine, because once again, the fungus is back. Yeah. The fungus is back. Gollum is here. Gollum is here. He uh, jumps on Frodo, they have a kerfuffle, and then he bites off his finger and falls into the lava. Hooray. Uh-oh. They did it. Rip to a legend. Rip to a real one, rip to the ring. Uh, everything's dying. Yeah. Very quickly, everything is cool. Yeah, turns Everything out- is exploding and all the evil is being defeated all at once. Yeah. Yeah, turns out, turns out that ring was like, Structural. You take that out, and the whole thing collapses. <laughs> load bearing ring. <laughs> load bearing to the evil empire. Exactly. Load. Sorry. So there's this load bearing ring that you just knocked down. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh oh. Was I supposed to do that? Uh oh, sisters. <laughs> um. Yeah, so everything starts going to shit, but in, like, a good way, mm-hmm. but in the way that they wanted, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sam and Frodo are cooked, though. They're fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're on the exploding fire mountain that's killing everything, and they're just lying on the, the side of the exploding fire mountain, and Sam's uh, like, just having, like, gay chats, you know? Sam's like, I don't know, I think we should go down. <laughs> 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 Sam's like, I don't know, I think, you know, it couldn't hurt to try, and Frodo's like, fuck, dude. Maybe there'll be more piss like, water know. to drink. Who knows? We might get lucky. <laughs> delicious, delicious piss water, and maybe some orc meat down there. Delicious. Yummy. Mm. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Mmm, no, 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 no. So, they're dying on the side of the mountain. Uh, Sam is lamenting that he won't get um, a hot GF anymore now that he's dying. And yeah, Frodo now that he's dying says, suddenly interested in women. Frodo is like, I don't know, man. It's kind of nice being with you, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's I, crazy. I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I kind of like being here with you, just like lying here together forever. And, Damn, did Hosier write that? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they pass out and maybe die, but turns out no they don't, because eagles arrive with Gandalf and Aragorn and all their friends to take them away. Hey, and then now s- that is crazy. Hey guys. And then s- Hey guys, yeah. I just had a crazy idea. What if the eagles took them there in the first place? 
What if the Eagles just uh, took them there? Cinema sins, ding. Ding! We would have missed a lot of gay shit. They could have done some That's gay shit That's why the Eagles didn't eagle. do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Could you imagine resting your head in Sam's lap, but you're on an eagle? <laughs> yeah, it might be kind of bumpy. Imagine you're resting your head in your uh, gardener's <laughs> lap, and you're on an eagle. Imagine you're resting your head, um, like on your gardener's chest, and your gardener is also resting his chest, like his head, on the chest of a majestic eagle, and he's like cradling him in his wings. Hold on, one second, guys. I gotta go paint this on the side of a van. <laughs> <laughs> Just- the fucking image of like just me, my partner, and their like six foot plush, but it's like me, my partner, and their giant eagle that's flying us to Mount Doom. That's right. <laughs> that's what the thruple should have been. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Instead There'd of be Gollum, no need for they the have fungus. A flying eagle. <laughs> no, but then who would be the fungus? Mm. Oh, it would be Frodo, wouldn't it? Maybe. Probably. Um, Maybe the flying eagle is there, but he's, like, really toxic. So we only Maybe he's, like, shitty. Sometimes. Yeah, like, when he's feeling it. They have to be, like, really nice He's like him. a Pokemon that you just don't have the gym badges to, like, control yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one you got in a trade. He's like, fuck you. He's like, eat shit. <laughs> sometimes he just flies different places, and they're just kind of like, no, it was Mountain Doom. Ew. And he's like, what? 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 <laughs> no, where are you going? We're supposed to go to Costco. No, the what? sale! <laughs> the buy one, get one free on six muffins! Please! Arr, I want to go to Chick-fil-A! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get the Caniac combo. Damn. Anyways, we've... We thoroughly assassinated this uh, imaginary eagle that we just invented. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Eat shit. Yeah. Podcast enemy. <laughs> Podcast enemy number one. Well, but that's him in like the evil universe. This is the good universe where he didn't take Frodo and Sam, and thus is an ally. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the ring didn't corrupt his soul too early. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, they need to have their gay awakening on this trip. Yeah, they need to realize their love for each other and then immediately bury that shit. Like, it's a fucked up trip that'll change him forever. But if I got in the way, trust me, you would all hate me so much. You would hate me and you wouldn't realize each other's feelings for each other. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyways, they're waking up in a nice city and everything's nice and good. Oh, no, Uh, I guess not. Frodo doesn't uh, wipe his ass or slap his nuts, so not really. Um, (laughs) Damn. He really should. He really should. Uh, they're waking up. Gandalf is like, congrats. Congratulations. You did it. <laughs> you did it. You, Cla- you Round of applause. You threw the ring in the pool. Congrats. You fucking did it. About a standing ovation. Now, now put on your dirty, filthy, disgusting clothes and come outside with me. Yeah. And then they do. And then a big crowd claps for them. And then everybody clapped. Everybody clapped. Then literally everybody clapped for like a whole chapter. And then they ate a bunch of food and then they clapped some more. They ate a bunch of food and they clapped some more. And then uh, my, because I went through the Sparks notes on this because <laughs> I didn't have time to reread the fucking Lord of the Rings book again. Right. A uh, favorite note in the Spark notes summary was the marriage of Aragorn and Erwin was surprising <laughs> since the women are not much in this book. And also there is no romance. God. 
Well, beg to differ, but... Beg to differ on the romance of the women, but... Yeah, no, there are no women in this book, but um, beg to differ that there is no romance in this book. None that Tolkien was aware of. So true. The Aragorn Arwen wedding is a metaphor. Mm. Metaphor for the marriage of Sam and Frodo. (laughs) Sam and Frodo's (laughs) wedding, yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's so literary. Mm -hmm, I know, mm -hmm. this is what themes and symbols are. This is why everyone loves J.R.R. Tolkien. He's just, like, so clever with it, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a wordsmith. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they feast, they drink, they play, they have fun. Uh, eventually, Frodo's like, can I Can I go? Can I, like, leave? Can I go home? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, man, yeah. We'll just, we'll, we'll just have a few stops to make, and then you can go we home. We are going to parade you home. We're going to parade you home. In regalia. A few, a few stops. And he's like, not really what I wanted, but okay. Because I'm the king so they stop at a few places, really none of which matter except uh, they stop to see Treebeard. You remember that guy? No, you don't. We didn't talk about him. Um, and Treebeard's like, Saruman was in the tower, and Gandalf says, great. And he says, and then I let him go because he seemed sad. And Gandalf is like, bad. Why'd you do that? And he said, I don't know. He just I don't know, he seemed sad. And they're like, okay. Well, hopefully we're never punished, so <laughs> hopefully that won't come back up. Um... So they continue down the road, and then what do you know? Saruman's there, and he looks like shit. Damn. And they said, hey, man, are you, like, good? And he's like, no, and fuck you. And they're like, well, never punish, so we'll just leave you as you are and see if anything happens. Yeah. And he says, fuck you. And they say, okay, bye. No, that's probably fine. This is probably good. Uh, we'll then just, they meet, we'll just they leave go you there to keep see- fucking around. Honestly... <laughs> They go see Elrond and see Bilbo. Bilbo's old as shit and dying. And Frodo's like, nice to see you, Bilbo. I want to go home. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bilbo's like, okay, I'll probably die here. I'll never see you again. And Frodo's like, okay. Um, So they go home. And Gandalf says, well, uh, see ya. Bye. And Frodo says, bye. uh, Briefly, um... What Gandalf says is, hey, um, I'm going to go have a quote-unquote long talk with Tom Bombadil. They're going to fuck. Yeah. He says Tom Bombadil is the moss, and I have been a rolling stone, but it is time for us to go have a long chat. Excuse me. I forgot about that. That is the line. Yeah, no, I I was shook. <laughs> he just said Tom Bombadil is going to grow on top of me. Frodo. Forever. He says, Frodo, I'm going to be very clear about this. I'm a stone. He is moss. I want you to be very, I want to be very clear about who will be on top of who. He kneels down in front of him and says, Frodo, I want you to listen to me. I'm going to get my back walls blown out. I'm going to get fucking, I was the hot elf wife. (laughs) I was in disguise, Frodo. I, I, I meant to tell you guys, but you know. Things have things have to happen here. That's that's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that for him. That's so nice. Yeah, that's so nice. So he leaves, and Frodo says, "Well, I'm glad everything is over, and I'm finally get to go fucking home." And then they go, and then there's a fucking gate, and they said, "Hey, the fuck is this?" And a guy says, "Sorry, no, no visitors." And they're like, "Okay, you're funny, but what the fuck is this?" And he says, sorry, land is owned uh, by a new guy. And Frodo says, I bet it's my fucking shit-ass cousin. I bet it's my shit-ass sucky cousin. And then it turns out it is. 
But also, Saruman's there. And they say, what the fuck are you doing here? And he says, hey, remember when you let me go to live? Uh, I came here and I used my magic powers to take over this place. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Yeah. Whoopsies. I'm literally just causing problems at this point. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm late. I'm doing it. LOL, I'm so random. Yeah, I'm doing it to make you mad in particular. I'm doing it to piss you off since you ruined my life. How do you like that? And Frodo says, I'm so mad, but I forgive you. And I won't kill you. And Saruman's like, that makes me so mad I'm going to try to kill you right now. And Sam Frodo says, idiot, I'm wearing armor. And also, Wormtongue kills you. Pound. And then Wormtongue runs up and kills him. Evil defeats And then Wormtongue so. runs away and gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> so that ends that. And then they look at the industrialization that happened while they were away, and they said, we'll simply get rid of all this. So they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that easy. Um, they simply do. It's fine. They simply do. Shire's back. Uh, feasting and parties and fun and revelry happen. Uh, Merry and Pippin are now the heroes and the stewards of the Shire. Yeah. Uh, Sam gets married. Sam gets Sam married. gets married to Rosie. Sam gets married to Rosie, and he's like, "Oh damn, we don't have a place to live though." Oh no, it's crazy. And Fro's like, "You can live in my yeah, house." Sam is literally like, uh, <laughs> "If I got married to Rosie, then I would have to stop living with you, Mister Frodo." And Frodo's like, "Just move <laughs> her in here." Just move your wife in. I would have to stop living in your house, Mr. Frodo. (laughs) And Frodo's like, nah, man, you can invite her over. (laughs) We have a guest room for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So true, Jesse. (laughs) We'll get out the spare cot. Don't worry about it. Rosie's Snapchat is me, my husband, and his emotional support, Frodo Baggins. Uh-huh. Exactly. They're just like cuddling, like, <laughs> they're just like spooning him in the opposite direction. <laughs> just like, just another night. <laughs> Anyways, Frodo one day says, I want to leave. And they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, I think I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, when um, when Aragorn said, um, hey, yeah, we can, we'll, we'll take you back. We're going to parade you around and everything. <coughs> Arwen also just dropped. Oh, hey, also, um, I'm going to live forever, but here. So, like, I have an extra, like, ticket on this, like, crazy, you know, boat ride to heaven or whatever. So if you want my spot and just, like, want to peace out forever... That's yeah, if you want to just, like, take my ticket um, to go to heaven, question mark, uh, forever and all time, that's fine. I don't, like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Um, go ahead and do that. It is a ticket scenario, specifically. Like, I can gift it to you. I can say... Yeah, only you could get to go. You can, you can go. It's fine. Only one ticket, though, so if someone wants to say come with you and never part with you, they can't. They can't. They can't, sorry. They have to stay with their wife. And their child. Yeah. It's really fucked up and sad. It's so fucked up. So Frodo one day is like, hey, I think I'm dying. Also, I don't want to be here anymore. So I'm going to leave and go see Bilbo. And Sam's like, that's weird, but okay. And Frodo's like, here's all my books that we were writing. Uh, It's my family's uh, life. 
So you get to put your chapter in it now. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, so Frodo goes and dies. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean he goes to meet everybody. Everyone shows up and they're like, Frodo, so glad you're here. Uh, here's the boat that will take us past the Grey Havens to the other land or whatever. And uh, Mary and Pippin and Sam are like, damn, that fucking sucks, dude. That's crazy, That's bro. That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> and then he dies. And uh, in the movie, it goes a little different in which they're kind of sad. And Mary and Pippin go and hug him and say, we'll miss you. And Sam uh, refuses to believe it, starts crying. And then Frodo walks up to him, gently caresses his head, and then kisses him on the forehead. Long and tender. And uh, my brain chemistry uh, became irreversibly altered at that point. Mm-hmm. 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 And then he dies. And then yeah. he dies. And then he dies. And then Sam goes home and he says, well, anyways. Time to fuck my wife. <laughs> time to fuck my cool wife. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the book. That That's, that's fucking it. That's, that's it. Return of the King. That's Return of the Jedi or whatever. That, uh-huh. God, I remembered one part that we didn't cover is when Sam had to throw away his cookware. Yes! Oh my god, I was, like, on my way to work, and he was throwing away his cookware, mm-hmm. and I was like, I cannot just, like, sob walking to work in the street, mm-hmm. it's, like, below And freezing. then someone asks you why you're crying, you're like, he fucking threw away he his cookware. He fucking threw away his cookware. His he threw pans. away his fucking cookware. He fucking threw away his 11 herbs and spices. Oh my god. He carried it all this way, it's but it's only weighing him down now. He fucking, he brought it all the way here and then said, where we're going, we won't have need for herbs and spices mm-hmm. and cookware. Too much. It's too fucking much. It's too it's fucking too much. much. He's just so... The the whole mountains, he's just, like, tearing up over stuff, whether it's, like, watching Frodo or, like, you know, trying to get his own hopes up or throwing away his cookware. And I'm just like, I'm crying, too. God. Sam. Sam, baby boy. Really did, <laughs> I love you so much. The movie really did that scene dirty because he kind of just throws them away. He kind of just tosses them. The movie is more concerned with making Sam kind of look cool mm-hmm. and stoic. Which he is. He's cool and stoic, but he's cool and stoic in the sense that he cries over, like, the littlest yeah. things all the time. He's Like, he'll still do the thing, but he's real fucking broken up by it. He's like, man, I fucking hate this. He's so sensitive. He's so emotionally open. He's a, he's a sensitive boy. I love him. I love him. It's about the stoic, silent <laughs> sensitivity. He's quiet because he's thinking about his feelings. Mm-hmm. His heart meat is so open. Exactly. It's so open, it's so full, but for this time, it has to be filled with Frodo and doesn't leave room for cookware. I know. And he must he must mourn the loss of the cookware. Exactly. It's so fucked up that these hobbits had to walk up a mountain. I mean, this is peak male performance. That's I'm sorry if you don't, like, <laughs> agree. J.R. Tolkien was a little bit inspired when he said the last book will be about two <laughs> hobbits just walking through the shittiest place imaginable and being sad about their stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just going to walk until, and you know what he- until everyone is sad. 
He's gonna walk into everyone sad, a little bit gay, and then remembering the wives they left at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the you guys, book. Um, that's the book. That's all that's that happens in it. <laughs> that's that's the book. Yeah, and then they get off the mountain, and then they walk back, and then they're like, they're sad again, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Damn, I did have a wife at home. Guess oh, I'll die." Pippin watches the guy burn himself to death, and Mary uh, is there when the there was a woman. That's true. That's true. They do do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Austin. Anyways, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what are some gay moments in this book? God. Can we talk about, once again, how uh, Sam is thinking about giving up and then thinking about going home or taking the ring and doing whatever he wants with it? And then he keeps thinking about how much he loves Frodo and being like, nah, never mind. God. He resists the evil influence of the ring because he's just like, but I, but I do love Frodo, though. Men only want one thing, and it's to help Master on his journey. <laughs> Men only want one thing, and it's fucking gay as hell. Exactly. He just wants to love a man and tend to his garden. God. He just wants to love a man so fucking much. And cook for him. Man, I need a minute. Like, there's... It's peak. There's there's nothing anyone, anyone could want more. And if they do, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. This is where he starts mentioning fucking Rosie, though. This whole book. And I just <laughs> is, have to mention, it's so does it funny. feel out of nowhere to y'all, like, for real? Because it does so much to me. Once again, I will <laughs> do the spark notes. It's weird, because women aren't in this book. And also, <laughs> exactly. they are, there's just no sign of romance with them. It's crazy how that happens, huh? It does feel like he's trying to be subtle, but he's also gotten to the last book without mentioning it because he keeps going like, oh, Rosie Cotton. And then like an, a later scene, he's like, oh, um, this guy Cotton and his sister Rosie. Like, oh, yeah, we know the Cottons. You mentioned them. Uh, like, that w- That is what we like to call ago. foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> All in the last half of the last a book. A surprise woman that will help <laughs> us later. Yeah, the woman filter comes strong in this book, which only goes to prove that my gay theory about this book more, which is about near the end of the series, you realize the allegations and then you have to present a woman for one of the characters to immediately go awooga mm-hmm. at out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then f- focus their entire life around that woman. She doesn't get to say anything. She doesn't get to do anything. She just has to be present for the one of the men to go, Awooga! She gets to have a few children. There's that. She gets to have a few kids with her straight husband. Everyone knows that is what every woman wants, is to have a few kids with her straight husband. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so true. Damn it, being true. <laughs> Arwen gets to live forever. That's true. She gets to live forever. But um, not go to heaven. She has to be here. Yeah, she has to be here for her man. Yeah. Even though her man's gonna die. Oh, that's so sad. Damn, it's tragic. It is tragic. I like how Tolkien was like, this is like a thing that happened like a long time ago is like a warning, you know, like it's like foreshadowing, you know. It's like, yeah, this was like a tale that these people tell and isn't it tragic? And then Arwen in this book series is like, I'm gonna do that. I'm still here, you know. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> 
I will do this for. I'm gonna do the same love. thing that bitch did. History repeats itself. I've learned no lessons. I will literally learn no lessons at all. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Who give a shit? Kind of goes to the. Uh, you know, we're kind of back in the immortal thing that we're in with Land of the Lustrous, which is when you're immortal, who the fuck cares? In fairness, yeah, that like <laughs> who the fuck hit shit? of tragedy when she realizes she has eternity stretching in front of her and no more Aragorn, like, that must, like, you know, reach <laughs> some highs of emotion for somebody who, like, you know, is immortal. Yeah, at that point, once again, who gives a shit? It's all about, like, ex- like the hi- epic highs and lows of <laughs> once, once again, the living who, experience. Who gives a shit? You're here forever. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna tell you no? Sorry, here forever. I don't care. That's true. She should just burn the world down. She should. She should become the new Dark Lord or whatever. Yeah, yeah. turn into a demigod. She should... Uh, yeah, she should... She should put on the ring. She should get Joker-fied and go live on the moon. <laughs> yeah, she should... <laughs> ah, she should live on the moon. And then maybe build, like, a weird uh, Buddha statue robot thing and said, Okay, if you pray for me enough, I do get to ascend, but you are inherently broken. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> bye. Bye. You are inherently broken and cannot pray, so bye. Have fun with that one, idiot. Have fun. We love sickos. We do, we do. I, yeah. Good. Okay. What else happens in Other this? Other gay moments. Yeah, what else happens in this book? Of... I think we covered a lot of it, honestly. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's the, I can't carry this burden for you, but I can carry you. Picks him up, carries him up the mountain. Uh, there's the yeah, eye passing and, over and, Frodo. And I just want to say, like... Frodo being like, I need my Sam. Yeah, and, and, like, when he carries him in the in the book, it, like, mentions, like, oh, actually, Fl- Frodo is really light now. Oh, we're both starving, huh? <laughs> we're both starving to death. That's fun. Uh-huh. Well, at least it That's means nice. I can carry him easier. It's normal. It's normal. Yeah. Wow, you're really easy to carry now. Ha <laughs> I'm crying. Ha uh-huh, we're both um, dying. Um, there's the eye passes over Frodo and he starts being like, I need my emotional support, Sam. And Sam's like, let me hold you tenderly uh, until you're fine. That's right. Um, I did like the scene where he does initially like, um, he's like singing and then he hears Frodo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they sing for each other. And then, yeah, he hears Frodo getting his ass beat and he's like, oh, not on my watch, motherfucker. Yeah, and he kills him instantly. And then, so he's like, you know, taking care of Frodo. They're like having their tender reunion moment and it is very, very romantic. And um, then they're like disguising each other and like Sam has this moment of looking at like Frodo's basically flayed corpse at this point. And is just like heart stricken, mm-hmm. and it's mm, gets me right here. Yeah, he they're they're very emotional. I don't know. I do think like the last book leading into this one, like how it's or the last time we see Sam and Frodo, um, how the decision was. Nope, I'm gonna go to the mountain. Wait, there is a sliver of a chance Frodo is alive. I'm gonna turn back around. And then basically, like, stealth slash forcing his way into the, like, the highest tower in Mordor just to be like, okay, Frodo, I have your ring. You can have it back. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I have you, bestie. He could have taken it there. But he wouldn't have. He needed his bestie. Yeah. No, he needed his fucking bestie. 
not tempted by the ring. I mean, yes, tempted, but not, you know, he's like, no, I don't think so. He, he thought about going to Mount Doom on his own. Then he was like, no, do not separate. <laughs> do, do not separate ring from Frodo. Also, don't separate me from Frodo. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, is that a movie special? The don't go where I can't follow line? No, that was in... I think we talked about that yeah. last time. Yeah, that was in two times. Oh. It was in the third movie, but it's from the second book. It's where he the spider gets him, and then he says, please don't go where I can't follow. Yeah, I think they put the Shelob stuff in movie three, because they realized yeah. that with all the shit they There were... was nothing in book two. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they wanted to make this a lot gayer. <laughs> Because there's a lot to cover here of, like, you know, a tragic war story, but it's coded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will bring the movies in uh, simply um, for Sean Aston, Sean, Son, Sheen. That's Sean. Sean Aston's mm-hmm. uh, acting, which is whoever told him, uh, we know who told him, to make every scene that he is to just stare longingly at Frodo every single moment, no matter what he's doing inspired exactly hey if uh there are a bunch of characters talking to frodo how about you just kind of stand there and stare at frodo longingly uh someone talks to you while frodo is around just completely ignore them Mm-hmm. just like vaguely maybe talk to them but no just stare at frodo some more it's fine that's right this is cinema to me you know <laughs> this is fucking cinema to me frodo is somewhere maybe get really real close to him and make sure that you're within touching distance <laughs> Like, at all times, you know? Frodo falls? Go go scoop him up. Go scoop him into your arms. Who cares? Man, they did keep <laughs> holding hands in those books, too, though. Oh, They really sure. do just keep holding hands. It'd just be dark, and Sam's like, here, Frodo, and they just hold hands for a little bit. There was a lot of holding hands. God. There was a lot of kissing on the forehead. I know. Sorry, I just, like, looked up on YouTube the uh, forehead kiss scene, and yeah, no, I'm, uh... Ruined emotionally. Anyways, hey, remember in the first book, because I think we're at that point where we can just kind of collate. Remember in the first book where Frodo uh, get, recovers from dying and Sam rushes in, holds his hand, says, oh, it's warm again. Mm-hmm. It was it was getting cold there. And Frodo says, yeah, you can stop holding it. And Sam says, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. sure. Now, <laughs> yeah. now by book three... Then he continues to continue hold it. Yeah, now by book three, they've just completely abandoned all pretense. They're just holding hands because they want to now. <laughs> that's and They're right. just kind of like, you know? Never mind, actually. You will never understand a warrior's bond. You don't have to hold my hand. No, I will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. <laughs> Thanks, though. <laughs> Thanks for asking, though. That's right. They're very cute. They're very good. I uh, I wish Sam was real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so with our rankings, mm-hmm. this feels like a quick episode, but there's nothing to do in book three. Um, with our rankings, are we going to rank Return of the King and then do a collation and rank all of them together? That seems smart. Let's yeah. rank this one. And then um, I think I have my notes. We can probably go back. Yeah. Um, I might not have all of them actually. Now, we have to do this on the remembrance that Rosie does manifest. In this, yeah. In this book. 
Now, that's Sam, the hard thing about this. Sam gets heterosexual <laughs> married, but Frodo doesn't. Where does that leave us? Okay, and Frodo on, says on, you guys on. can move into my yeah. house. Yeah. They do get heterosexual married, but they do keep living in Frodo's house. And then Frodo gives him his like family book that Bilbo adopted Frodo into his family first, and then likes like you know with like oh he's the most like me nudge nudge wink wink. And then Sa- like Frodo is like you know what this is yours now. You for get your this family, family book, yeah. My family tree go like you get my family story. Put your story in it. Nudge, yeah. nudge, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And some of you naysayers might say brothers. I say nay. Some of you naysayers maybe should get the fuck out of my DMs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying, there is a straight marriage and then the uh, creation, almost whole cloth, of a woman for Sam to get straight married to. <laughs> he does live in Frodo's house, though. He does, is the thing. He does live in Frodo's house. That in And Frodo does give him his family book. That in itself is like, just just kind of like a <laughs> microcosm of our entire ranking scale. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, the, yeah, this is very straight, but also so gay. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, the um, he's living in your head rent-free. Mm-hmm. It's like that, and normally our podcast is, he does get straight married, but the gay crush is living in their head rent-free. This is, instead, they get straight married, but he's living in your, like, physical home rent-free. <laughs> <laughs> Not just in your head, but in your physical house. Literally he is there, rent-free. He moved in. He moved in. In, and you guys got a cot out in the guest bedroom for Rosie. Exactly. Is all I'm saying. I don't know. It's tricky. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking know. Sam didn't take off that ring for Rosie. He took off that fucking ring for Frodo. God, so true. Like, he gets straight married, but come on. You know? He said, you know what, if nothing else, Frodo, we will take this ring to the top of the mountain, and then we will rest. Like, I... I he, he said, was, I'm willing to die. He was ready to he's just like, I'm, get him as far as he could and just die with he him. He says, I'm willing to fucking die, dude. Like, are you ready? I am. I'm good. I'm fucking chill with it at this point. He's fine with Let's it go. as long Who cares? as he gets to be with... Because Frodo at the end. That's right. Do you think he and Rosie have I, ever held hands? <laughs> Definitely, it's not as no! much as he and Frodo. I like I. <laughs> this is so hard because you know how in most of the stories, like the woman who manifests, you get like any bit of dialogue for her or any scenes of them together uh, to form a relationship, and we get that in the movie of them like exchanging furtive glances. Yeah, but Sam but doesn't. It. Sam doesn't get. He gets to the fucking like base of Mount Doom before he ever thinks about Rosie, even once, and then it's like four times in a row, but always like juxtaposed with him talking about how devoted he is to Frodo. So I don't like. I like it's. it's fucking, I don't know how to rank this because it seems so tacked on. It seems. <laughs> 
so that someone fully just wrote to Tolkien and said, gay question mark, and he said, <laughs> god damn it. And then just, like, opened the book back and added, like, a paragraph that said, and Sam's thoughts lingered on Rosie every so often. Like, every 50 pages, he was just like, oh, yeah, just throw Rosie in here, too. Who gives a shit? This is so sad. Like, I don't know how to square this. This is so sad. It's like, you know, these these two have so much gay yearning for each other, but they don't know that gay marriage is a thing. Or maybe it just isn't in the Shire. Who knows? Probably not. It's Tolkien's world, so it definitely isn't. Yeah. I just... Uh. <laughs> this is fucking... This is, this is causing me damage. Let's just... Let's just, So, first, let's start off with this. No homo. No homo. They do, he gets straight married. They do get straight married. And they do get straight married. Um, I don't know whether to, like, put points or negatives in the column of they're living in the same... Yeah. Like, I don't know whether to put they're living in the same house <laughs> in the same I don't I know think, whether to no, listen, I take think, stars away from no homo for that. I think Sam... No, I think this is just high in both categories. I think Sam gets straight married yeah. is like a three or a four. I think Sam and Frodo live in the same house is like a five. <laughs> yeah, let's okay, 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 okay. So let's give it a four because even I, I like I in my heart refuse to believe that J.R. Tolkien thinks gay people exist, mm-hmm. and if he does, I know for a fact he hates them. Um, so I know this is like the biggest like Nah, Sam is straight. <laughs> Sam is straight. He gets a wife as all men do. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, the, it is the surprise. Aragorn gets married to Arwen. It's the surprise. Pa- Tom Bombadil has his hot elf wife who cooks and cleans for him. I'm really not sure he knows. It feels <laughs> I don't so... I think he knows. It feels... No, okay, specifically with this and the Gandalf-Tom Bombadil thing, I'm just left with this, like, shock, like, Tolkien, do you know? Did no one say... Did no one write, did this editor not send something back to him that just once again said gay question mark? What does this moss covered <laughs> rolling just stone like, bit mean? If not, just like, like <laughs> circled it, circled it multiple times and just like question mark, question mark, question mark, gay? Like question if mark? not, we're not yowie obsessed with each other for eternity because we're immortals. What else did like I don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe this is a five no homo, five no hetero. God. Yeah, this is um, this is something powerful, you know. Yeah. The ship is extremely strong, but so is Tolkien no homoing himself. He's like, no, I don't. I'm I'm not gay. No one's gay ever. You know um how we talk. I love women. They all look the same to me. The thing that I think I know what this is. I think I know what this is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know how in the Gengetsuo episode we talked about. How everyone in that universe is gay, but it's clearly written by someone who, like, doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, it doesn't, like, you can feel so much that this person didn't know. Uh-huh. So the, like, the, like, no homo of it is not intentional. You can feel that they aren't trying to right a wrong that they did. It is fully, they just don't know what they did. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, if if J.R.L. Tolkien lived when there was Twitter, this would be a hundred percent. This would be hundred percent like no homo. The, stop fucking saying that. The worst no homo in history. Like this is just. But like yeah, yeah for I mean, not that there weren't gay people in his time period. Obviously there were. Obviously, it just still feels like he doesn't know. It feels like I just I don't think he knows. So, yeah, I think we, like, last time we gave those imaginary numbers, but I think, like, a five in both categories, this makes sense. Yeah, the only thing that I would take (laughs) categories off the no homo for is that Frodo doesn't get married. Frodo is That's true. Frodo expresses no interest in anyone other than Sam. Exactly. Other than, like, the vague parts where they're like, oh, Tom Bombadil's hot wife. Oh, Gladriel, she's so pretty. Frodo is always just, like mildly bemused by the inclusion of a woman the thing is frodo okay sam does like even sam like has his moments of like wow galadriel is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen that's mostly the other people mm-hmm. i think with the ex- actually i'm gonna leave an exception i think it's legolas and frodo who never ever comment on a woman ever yeah i like Frodo is, like, normally, like, mildly bemused at their presence, but yeah. he's never, like, damn, she is so beautiful. I he's more just kind of like, yeah, that's cool. I think that's the difference, is when we're in Frodo's narration, we do have the woman filter, but it's it's never, like, he never has, like, you know, when uh, uh, Gimli and whoever talk about their preference for uh, morning versus evening, Frodo has never expressed, like... A preference for anybody. His preference is Gardner. His preference is Samwise Gamgee. His yeah. preference is Gardner. Do they garden? Um, <laughs> Do they, you know? Yeah, so I would... Okay, so are we thinking, like, maybe a four Yeah. for no homo? Only because, once again, he doesn't know. That Yeah, that's... He doesn't know. That sounds about right to me. I think, like... Yeah... Do you think J.R.R. Tolkien, like, you know, knew any, uh, you know, male friends who just kind of happened to live together and spend, you know, their entire lives with each other? And just, that's like, yeah, that is truly like the fucking energy we're dealing with here. Like, this is, yeah, this is him fully not getting it. He, like, goes over to their house for, like, tea and things. And then he just, he doesn't get it. He doesn't realize what's yeah. going on. And they're, like, shocked by it every time. Here's the thing. He's, like, walked in on them fully <laughs> straddling each other Here, multiple times. And he's just going, they're like, uh, sorry, he had to, uh, put a band-aid on his head. And he's like, well, that's very nice of you. And then he's walked out of the room again. Here's the thing. C.S. Lewis, I think, is, like, homophobic. Yes! <laughs> Tolkien in their friend group is like so Catholic that nobody dares mention homosexuality in front of him. He doesn't know. But if he knew about it, he would be gay. But like and totally yeah. fine. But he doesn't know because he's such a strict guy, nobody ever would imagine and nobody will ever mention it themselves in front of him no for fear of him. like retribution. That's it. But he he just has no idea. That's it. That's it. He's like that very slight bisexual where you're like, yeah, women are nice and men are beautiful, you know? <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one's told him. God. Remember. Do you think he showed this manuscript to people and they were like, 
Because I know that uh, he... Once again, kind of gay, not gonna lie, was scribbled all in his notes, and he says, I don't know what that means. Because I yeah. do know, like, from, like, hearsay that he showed people, and they were like, yeah, no one's gonna be interested in, like, most of this. And I so was. that's why he, like, composed, like, the Silmarillion and, like, edited some stuff out of, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff. But I'm like, did anyone ever say, like, hey... <laughs> So, hey man, those two. <laughs> he said, "Hey, what's going on here? What's going on? What's going do, on there? Oh, do what's you think that what, Tom Bombadil line about, huh? <laughs> do you think what happened in Return of the King is that C.S. Lewis said it's great, man? I love it. I'm gonna add a few edits. You don't have to read them, but I'm gonna add a few edits real quick. And he put in Rosie. Do you think? Do you think C.S. Lewis and his homophobic soul saw what was happening? Knew his dear friend Tolkien had no clue. He couldn't bring himself to tell him." He was just yes. like, don't worry, man, I got you. C.S. Lewis was so gay for Tolkien that he was trying to save his soul by uh, no homoing his character. He's Rosie in there. Yeah. <laughs> this too is yaoi. <laughs> I can't wait till we do our We Write Queerbait episode. Uh, not on any, like, pieces of their work, but on J.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis specifically. God. Yeah, we're just gonna find all their correspondence. And <laughs> we're gonna be... find all their letters and be like, gay? Question mark? Is it ethical? Be a tiny bit uh, Thomas Jefferson, Hatsune Miku binder about it. <laughs> Is it ethical? To I think do that's when we will spe- reach our lowest point, you know? Is it ethical yeah, to do but... queer speculation on celebrities when they're J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis? When they're both dead and they're both definitely homophobic, <laughs> except maybe Tolkien, who doesn't know. I don't think he knows. I think he's literally. I think that's like... what we have to determine. I think this is our project. We have, <laughs> to... we have to determine if he thinks gay people exist. We have to determine if he knew. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally like when you're like a you know when you're a teenager and you're like having gay feelings, but you you're just like. No, that's not a thing, though. Couldn't yeah, it's just straight up, me. you're just like, well, that's not real. Yeah, I'm You're still like, damn, get... it'd be cool if I was a lesbian. It's too bad I'm not, though. I'm still... Too bad that's not real. I'm still <laughs> definitely going to get married to this, this straight woman that I've talked to zero times before. Exactly. Yeah. I'm okay. going to pick a woman. I don't know which one. And then I'm going to choose them. Yeah. That's what straight people do, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah that's right. We're in love. <laughs> That's what that is, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's when you pick, you know, the one who grosses you out the least. Yeah. And you just decide that's the one forever. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, I think this one is pretty. Yeah, I can kind of imagine the woman filter over her. Exactly. All women are queens. you accidentally put the woman filter over your gardener. (laughs) Damn. Whoopsies. It's true. Okay, so four for no homo. Uh, five, five for, for no, no hetero, hetero, because, uh, I mean, I mean, like, he lives in his house. He lives I in know. his house. <laughs> he, he lives in his house. He carried up a mountain. They give themselves forehead kisses and hold hands all the time. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. He resists the temptation of the ultimate evil because he's just like, I don't know, I kind of love him, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. 
he went on a whole D&D solo mission. There were so many orcs in that tower, and he was just like, yeah, but <laughs> I gotta go. He fully did. He soloed so many orcs in that tower for gay love. Come on. Come on. <laughs> he sang a little song, and Frodo sang it back to him. Oh, and my that's God. And them together. God. Like, do we want to bump this up to a six, honestly? Yeah, you want to put this at maybe a 20. (laughs) Yeah, no homo is four, but no hetero is six. It balances out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, As a no romo. God. Come on. Come on. Here's the thing. They live in each other's house. They yeah, but, like, also, like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like you've got to be in love with someone and just have, like, the strongest homie bond of all time to, like, walk to the end of the earth with them. That's true. That's true. This is going to be hard because the homie bond is strong. It's so you strong. You know? The homie bond is fucking nucle- nuclear. Mm-hmm. It is intense. Mm-hmm. But they do live in each... He does live in his house. That's true. He does live in his house. He does, like, live in his house. And, like, through all three books, he just keeps grabbing him and holding him in his lap and saying, just come here, it's okay, baby boy, I'm gonna hold you. I love my homies a lot, Uh you know? Mm -hmm. I I do, I love my homies. Mm -hmm. I uh, very rarely have ever offered for my homies to rest their heads gently in my lap while I stroke their hair and sing to them. Mm-hmm. And it could happen, you know? Yeah. It has happened. Homies be doing that to each other. I'm just saying. Some I'm, homies I are have real... A, some I have homies, a particular interest in a homie if I let them do that, you know? <laughs> some homies are real touchy-feely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like we ever see Sam and Frodo doing this with other people, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sam is it's never It's not like offering... Sam is giving forehead kisses out willy-nilly. To, <laughs> it's like, not like Sam is looking, at, is looking at Gimli and he's like, come here, bud. You look sad after you lost <laughs> your entire people. No, he ain't doing that shit for anybody else. That's true. You know? Mm-hmm. That shit is reserved for one person. I don't I don't remember a single damn time he offered that to Rosie. That's true. That is very true. I'm just saying, That's those forehead kisses are pretty exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think... So what are we thinking? Do you think every time Sam, you know, kisses Rosie, he has to go give F- Frodo a forehead kiss to, uh, <laughs> you know, just so do you he's think not Sam's... showing any preference? Do you think Sam's, like, marriage is slightly on the rocks because he keeps giving Frodo forehead kisses and just holding his hand just casually all the time? All the time. And then for Rosie, she has to, like, prompt him to do it? Mm-hmm. She's to be like, you're in the garden all day, or you're actively kissing Frodo on the forehead all the time. Can I like, come on? That's exactly do you think right. after he finishes with Rosie, um, he goes and finishes off Frodo too? Because you know. he goes into the master bedroom. Yeah, and he goes back to bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he visits Fro- he visits Rosie in her guest bedroom on the cot. Yeah. Yeah, they get it hot and heavy, and then he's like, hold on, I think Mr. Frodo's, um... I think he's having a nightmare, I have to go. I, I think he's close, you know, he probably heard us, you know. <laughs> he's like, I have, to, I have to go help him real quick, bye. <laughs> okay, so what are we thinking for no Romo? Because, oh my god. god. 
Like, they are homies. But, I, yeah, back to Sky's point. He ain't giving out those forehead kisses to no one else. That's true. I don't know. I don't... Uh, no Romo well, is and it's strong just because, a hard it's, one for It's us, hard because, like, I think once again... Jared Holtine doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. I he think the no Romo know. is so strong for me just because of, like, those moments on their journey where Sam is just, like, being encouraging and, like, just, like, really looking out for Frodo. Like, there are, yeah, there are a lot of, like, non-romantic moments of that. Like, just, just, like two people like literally like against the entire world and like only having each other to rely on and like you know that's still being enough like oh, that's friendship that's friendship yeah I feel like yeah I, I don't feel like we can I know our point system isn't exactly like a total sum thing mm-hmm. but I don't feel like we can necessarily take points away from no Romo for it being yeah. like you know, it's not like they have, like, a toxic, like, you know, thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like, from all angles, it's pretty solid. And I feel like that's how we usually rank. Yeah. No homo. Or no romo, I mean. So I feel like maybe a five. Is a five? Five sounds yeah. right to me. Okay. Okay. So that puts us at um, a solid 15 for Return of the King. Perfect I don't score. think any of them were actually that high. I <laughs> Yeah, let's Okay, see. let's let's do a collation and then see if any of these rankings change. Okay. We have okay. to look at the series as a whole now. Yeah, 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 series yeah. yeah. Now whole. let me look. Okay. Okay. So, do we want to start with Two Towers or um uh the I mean, we could probably start with the first one. Okay. So, the first one got 12 stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gave it a 3 no homo, 5 no hetero and <laughs> For no Romo. Mm-hmm. Yep. The thing about Rose is she say, doesn't show up till the very end. She doesn't fucking exist to the end. The and thing. I will say, that is the book in which, once again, Frodo is dying after being stabbed. And he comes back, and Sam admits that he was A, holding his hand the whole time. Mm-hmm. B, grabs it again and then gets embarrassed now that Frodo is watching. Mm-hmm. And then C says, Your hand's warm again. Uh-huh. It was cold, but now it's warm. Guess I shouldn't be holding it anymore. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. So I'm just, I'm I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Also, in the terms of their gay best friends, um, that is also the one where the little history of the Hobbits is going on, and uh, Sam's dad keeps saying, yeah, my boy always goes over to their house. Yeah. And listens to Bilbo's stories with that other boy. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a gay little shit, as a child, guess what I was doing to any crush I had? I was just going over to their house. Exactly. <laughs> I was just being like, oh, no, so I have to spend time with you. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. And, wow, it's crazy that I'm suddenly interested in the things you're interested in. That's weird. <laughs> That's so That's weird wild. and crazy. That's so crazy. Um, okay, two towers. Uh, got an 11, but no hetero is a six. <laughs> um, no homo is a two, and no romo is a three. <laughs> Rosie really fucked this up. Huh? Like, Come yeah. on, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie really fucked this up. Really an outlier here. 
literally Rosie with the steel chair right at the end, just <laughs> decimating our no <laughs> our no homo streak. Rosie getting straight married to Sam at the end is an outlier and should not be counted. This should not be counted <laughs> within the group. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no hetero got a six out of five twice. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I would like to point that out. God. You heard it here, folks. You you heard it here, folks. There is no heterosexuality. (laughs) Broke the scales twice is all we're saying. Um, yeah, and then there was the one we just did. Uh, with this book, Two Towers did have the one where, uh, Frodo seemed restless and Sam was like, uh, hey bro, um, if you're, uh, feeling restless, what you could always do is, uh, rest your head on my lap while I stroke your hair and sing to you. Would that be soothing? Haha. Ha. Yeah, that would be fine. Would that be soothing for you? Haha. 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 Two bros chilling on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no feet apart because they're both definitely not gay. Ha ha. Ha ha. Because you will never understand the warrior's bond. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. So Okay. So yeah, how do how does this break how does this shake out? How do how do how does how does this all break down in the end? So I'm thinking um No Hetero can probably keep its it's it's six. Yeah, that sounds right to me. For all yeah. three of them. Mm-hmm. Um I would like to posit No Homo gets a three overall. Yeah. Rosie I think so. is a strong hammer. Yeah. Rosie is a strong influence, but also a very brief influence, you know? Yeah, a um a, a noticeable bull in the China shop, but a bull that passes quickly. <laughs> yeah. They're and, still living <laughs> together. Yeah. And then I would say, um no no Romo. We gave it like a three multiple times and a five this time. Do you want to shoot for a four? Hmm. Or do you want to keep the five? I'm leaning towards keeping that five because honestly, yeah, like... we gave it a three, four, five, so maybe a four, or it was four, three, five. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, ma- yeah, ma- maybe a four is about right. Yeah, I'm thinking four because they are homies, yeah. they are besties, they, they do, are oomphies. They do have one of the homie but, bonds of all time, but I think a lot of times. Yeah, it does they do want to have the homie bonds. The but there is once again the fact that Sam ain't giving out those four his forehead kisses to nobody That's else. That's true. He keeping them special. You know? He keeping that he keeping that caressing the hair, he keeping those forehead kisses. Very, very close to the chest. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, maybe that does up the no Romo scale. You think it puts it out of five? If you love your homie, like if we're doing like for for just a brief moment, consider that we're doing a heterosexual reading, but you love your homie way much more than you love your wife. You know? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, so tr- yeah. 
<laughs> so no Romo, because like your homie is the one you give the forehead kisses and cuddles to, mm-hmm. not not that bitch of a wife. Yeah, not my bitch of a wife. <laughs> not my old ball and chain. <laughs> I go out with the boys and I give them forehead kisses and snuggles. <laughs> God, what if this was the direction that Boomer, I hate my wife culture took? Yeah, it turns out you just start going out with the boys and you give them forehead kisses and maybe kiss them on the lips a little bit. What a world that would be. What a world, huh? I mean, Saturday is for the boys. I feel like... Saturday is for the boys. Just give them a little push, you know? Anything can happen. Anything could happen, you know? You just gotta keep dreaming. Sometimes you're with the boys and you say, "Hey, what if, what if we kissed? What if we kissed on the lips? You know? What if As we went stress- on a dangerous quest? What if we went out into the wilderness on a camping trip and uh, shared a camping tent together? What if we just kind what of? What if you never went where I couldn't follow? Haha. <laughs> yeah. What if you never go where I can't follow? Lol. <laughs> What if we just kind of stayed out in the wilderness because we have a dire quest to partake in and we might not make it back, but oh boy, we're still together. We're going to stick together no no matter what. Oh, you came back and oh, maybe you don't have a house anymore because you left for a while. I guess you have to live in mine. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, you can invite your wife too, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sure. We have a guest bedroom. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be sold on a five for no Romo overall. Honestly, that's I, what I'm feeling. All right, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. We're going with the five. All right. What is that? Because once that again, overall? I just I don't think he knows. Is I don't think Jared Tolkien knows. I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't. I think he doesn't know. I, he doesn't know what he did. Truly, the impression I get from this is, like, he's writing two male characters who are, who are in love, but just, like, doesn't know how how to contextualize that well enough to, like, make it actually gay. Yeah, yeah, like, I think he literally, like, does it. He's like, yeah, no, that's what you do when you're close with somebody. Yeah. He knows It's about- not like, you know... When you know how we've also talked in like things like Nardo or like Sabaku Bisco, mm-hmm. where it's like clear that they don't know how to write women, so they just put all that kind of like chemistry and tension on the other male lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, this isn't even that. Yeah. <laughs> like obviously he doesn't know how to write women, but I think he just he's just like no, this is what the boys do. Yeah. Yeah. This is just what the boys do. Like, I don't know what your problem is. I think, I think it's just what happens when you go on a dangerous quest with your boys. I think he like emotionally knows about gay romance, but like intellectually he's, you know, just doesn't have the right context for it. Yeah. He's once again, he's only seen his two (laughs) friends who are both bachelors and live in the same house together. And maybe there's that one time where it was really weird that they were both straddling each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but he said it was because he was inspecting a zit on his head. Um, and, uh, I just took that at face value. Anyways, anyways, better not, here's my thing. Better not look into that (laughs) any further. Better not dig deep or else it might reveal things within me that I don't want to be revealed. Tolkien really does nail like a, 
butch or bear masculinity in Samwise Gamgee mm-hmm. that feels so queer that like <laughs> he doesn't I'm know like, Tolkien do you know <laughs> he doesn't know He's Tolkien so strong, do you know so that sensitive. that beautiful bear in your life is gay <laughs> <laughs> like do you know <laughs> he doesn't know he doesn't know he like he on like a spiritual, once again emotional level, does know. Mm-hmm. Like some part of him recognized what was going on. I don't think his conscious waking mind ever figured it out. Yeah, that's right. Possessed a few moments by his subconscious to put gay things into his book. <laughs> yeah, it's because C.S. Lewis was gaslighting him. That's true. And you know, much like the moss on Gan- Gandalf's stone. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with this. I just want to think about that line again. I do want to think about that line because what the fuck, Tolkien? <laughs> what the fuck, Gandalf? <laughs> Why are you looking at Frodo and said, I'm going to go get my back blown out. Bye. Yeah, he like knelt down and was like, Frodo, I want you to listen to me very carefully. <laughs> I'm going to get this ass destroyed <laughs> by Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil is going to grow on you. I, I you if you think, know what I mean. I want you to think. About, does that imply that he was domestic with him? He's going to be. Because he was like, I've been like, I used to be a stone with moss on it, but I have been rolling. Um, No, I think he said like, he's never had this kind of conversation with Tom Bombadil, but he's always known it was coming was kind of the gist that I got. The conversation I was going to have is I will be your new hot elf wife. It's like if you were immortal and there was another guy in the world who was immortal and you were like, I'm not talking to you yet. (laughs) <laughs> we're not there yet. Because but. as soon as I do, I know we're not going to leave the house ever again. But one day, my friend. Your wife can have the guest bedroom. That's right. <laughs> she can keep your bed warm and then I'll show up one day. And, you know, she can still cook or whatever. Because fuck her, right? Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. This series has ruined me emotionally. <sighs> I... Yeah, I I I cried a lot. This is going to live in my head mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, the thing about it is um Jared Tolkien is a master writer. He hasn't endured this long for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Um the books are too long. They're uh-huh. too long. There's a lot of shit in them that I don't care about. Precisely. Uh there's a lot of funny details that like you're just kind of like why was that in there? Kind of like uh how um the the steward of Gundor is just like psychic and can read minds <laughs> and that's just like in there for like no reason mm-hmm. Gandalf is like oh very good Pippin you figured out that he could read your mind and Pippin's like what? <laughs> that's a surprise to him he's not gonna do shit later <laughs> you can do what? <laughs> um, yeah you, you can but, tell you can tell that Tolkien is the kind of writer who just has like a lore document that's ten times as long as the actual thing he's writing. Literally. Yeah, but he wants to put it all in, and like everyone in his life has to like constantly tell him no. Mm-hmm. And all of his friends are like, "No, but that Sam and Frodo stuff. You should write more about that." Okay, that's what the whole book. Th- there's the lore document, but there's also the part of Tolkien who like has a minor obsession with Sam and Frodo, and he doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. He's never interrogated in his mind <laughs> why, and he just Truly. he puts it in the book, and people are like looking at this lore document. That also has a very tender relationship of Sam and Frodo, and are just kind of like, did you, do you know? It's like if, um, if autistic people were only allowed one document, 
you know? Yeah. And so you have to put all of your hyperfixation stuff and all of your world building stuff. And then whenever you want to write your, you know, gay fanfic, it's just all got to go in the same spot. It's all so just got to go like, there. Yeah. Just, you, you got to get it out. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, as someone with an OC podcast, Tolkien really just made up his gay OCs and then, like, never realized that they were gay. I know. He, he didn't. He just, he just I said, his... what if there was a gardener and his, like, master, but, like, they grew up together. So, you know, it's really, like, their parents who had that relationship. And they just sort of grew up together and were always running around. And then one day they went on a dangerous quest. And Sam had to, like, the gardener had to literally carry his master up the mountain. Yeah. And then they came home and lived together. It's, this is yeah, it's... the exact, um, <laughs> this is, if you would have, like, vaguely told me that plot and then, like, not explain anything else. I would have told you, why are you talking to me about a Jordan Sparks novel? Literally. <laughs> I would assume this is like any like shitty like romance trash that I would pick up and be like, I don't know, the Christian overtones of this are kind of getting to me. <laughs> um, and I would be like, I, I don't know, I don't, I kind of want to put that down. But it's not. It's Lord of the Rings and it's about Sam and Frodo. I simply mm-hmm. think... It's like, oh no, we were childhood besties and now we have to go on this dangerous quest and constantly be near each other and hold each other's hand and kiss each other on the forehead. I, oh, I simply God, think so that Tolkien did the thing where you make up an OC when you're young and they're just like so heavily queer-coded and then like later on in life you realize, oh, that's why that was like that. Oh, actually, you're like, actually oh. this was super gay the whole time. Wow. Except mm-hmm. Tolkien just you're like... like oh. Tolkien just Whoops. never got to the second part. He didn't. I don't think anyone ever explained there was a second part to him. Exactly. Yeah. Again, all of the gay people in his life were like, shh. He, he's, he's homophobic. Don't. Don't. <laughs> and he wasn't. He just didn't know. He just didn't know. He just know. didn't know. He just he That's the real it. tragedy of J.R.R. Tolkien is no one ever told him <laughs> that you could be gay. They were all too intimidated. They're like, no one should shatter the perfect blissful world he lives in. <laughs> God. Now, yeah, he'd be like, what do you mean? There are gay people and they can't marry? That's awful. Now I actually am like, interested in, like, looking up some academic research on, like, did like, Tolkien know? Did he know? I'm sure did it's out know? there. I'm sure there are people who have interrogated this, who have looked into Yeah, I'm life. sure there's someone who is like, is he rolling in his grave or is he sleeping blissfully because he doesn't know? <laughs> Like, is he in his grave just turning in a perpetual motion machine? Because he's like, no, they're not gay. No. Or is he fully just down there being like, hmm, I'm so happy for their friendship. Mm-hmm. Maybe he woke up when people started calling them gay, but as soon as he learned what gay was, he, he went, went back, back to, sleep. to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I sleep. He's like, mm, okay. He's like, oh. That's, that's probably accurate. He's like, good for you guys. So what does that put us at? Like a 14? Yes, a yeah. 14. So we did raise the average a bit at the end there. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it all comes together, it is just just a just an immaculate piece of queer bait, honestly. It is one of the greatest things I've ever read. I love how I I would like we went through the Star Trek episode. Mm-hmm. And that scored a lot of points for, like, creating an entire genre of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe this tr- this did, too. Maybe this, like, was the beginning that uh, Star Trek completed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But this was like a powerful force, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this did a lot of things to little, like, little gay nerds and a lot of probably little, like, gay lesbians, honestly, who just saw this and were like, hey, wait a damn minute. Oh, lesbians be pro- projecting onto Samwise Gamgee. Oh, Big but hard. strong. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, huh. Mm. Interesting. What if I was a big protector, but I was soft and gardened? And yeah, cooked. I like to garden and cook. Interesting. Hmm. Crazy. <laughs> and I only say this because I was one of those little gay nerds mm-hmm. who would watch this movie every like weekend I could and simply say, "I think the effects are cool." So here's the thing: I definitely always. Um, I I appreciated Ian McKellen being like, yeah, like a lot of people had kind of like a gay reading of this. So like I mentioned that because it meant a lot to me and it meant a lot to other people. So I wanted it to make it into the movies. And having not read very far into the books because it bored me, I was like, okay, that's fair. Like I understand. Now going back to this, I want to talk to Ian McKellen because I want to be like, Ian McKellen, do you think he knew? (laughs) (laughs) Ian McKellen, did he know? (laughs) Do you think he knew? Yeah. First off, I want to like walking up to people. First off, I want to shake his hand and say thank you for that, and then I want to say, did he know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank it would be like Ian McKellen. Thank, thank you. you for all your work, your entire career. It's been beautiful. Do you think Tolkien knew? I want to shake his hand and say thank you for doing that to me. And also, do you think he knows? <laughs> Did he know? Did he know? Did, Did Peter Jackson him? know? Uh, did peter jackson know how much did you sneak by him did peter jackson not think twice about anything that you were putting in the notes did peter jackson hand you a slip that just said gay question mark at some point i mean they kept the kiss Oh, they did keep the forehead kiss. They also had Aragorn kiss boromir on the forehead so there's that too and that one was also probably probably intense I just, ah. It does have the um, stereotype of the strong male friendship, though, or at least it did. Like, I remember that was, I mean, you know, obviously, yeah, hom- homophobia has changed a lot in the past just two decades, mm-hmm. but like... I mean, yeah, but like a big thing was just kind of like, no, this is like, I mean, the joke, a uh, warrior's bond, like, when you go off with your friend to war, it changes your relationship with them, and sometimes it includes you kiss each other on the forehead near constantly. And I think that's a big thing in British culture, too, with, like, the wars and everything, of just being like, yeah, you know, sometimes when you're at war or military school and you're just surrounded by all those guys, you, you just kind of do whatever, and then you come home and get married, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know? just do that with your boys, and then you get married. You get married to a woman. That's what you do. I mean, that's the unspoken thing of, like, you know, women have to be virgins until they're married, but men don't. Men are fucking each other <laughs> for that to happen. And we all know it. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that is a thing where it's like, I mean, yeah, you can be, quote unquote, you can be gay or have gay feelings or do things with men as long as you do what is necessary, which is eventually you get a wife and you have a family. Yeah, you have to fulfill the natural order. You things. have to fulfill the natural order. And that's what Sam did. He would kiss his homie on the forehead and he lived in his house, but at one day he said, all right, time to fulfill my natural duties and marry Rosie and have a daughter. Time to fulfill my Christian duties. My Christian duties unto me by God. While living in my best friend's house. Yes. 
take me to your best friend's house. Yep. Is that what Rosie said? Yep. <sighs> All right. This so, has been fun. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a fucking journey. What a ride. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed this this little uh, sojourn. Yeah, this little stint. I think mm-hmm. this has been the podcasting equivalent of walking to Mordor. <laughs> Honestly, Honestly yeah. we went on a we we crawled and we like were dying, we were starved, but we made it. That's right. We made it and I think we're stronger for it, honestly. Honestly. Mm. I think we yeah, all Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to get on a boat and never come back. Th- Alright, it was good knowing you. Yeah, peace. Yeah, I have a wound that will Can never Can I live in your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It feels like we're getting into outro territory. Before we do that, uh, yeah. Next week we're gonna do uh, we're we're going back to to one of my old favorites, the Digimon franchise. We're gonna talk about Digimon mm. Survive. <sighs> oh, I can't wait to play Digimon Survive again. Uh huh. I'm yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking we'll have some fun and go with the harmony route aka uh Awi goes sicko mode. Mm, I didn't play the harmony route last oh, time. Oh, the harmony route is pretty funny. I can't wait. I this is going to be great because we're going to talk about Awi going sicko mode. I'm also going to talk about how what was what is your childhood friend in that game? What the fuck is his name? Minoru? Minoru, I'm going to talk about that one bit of dialogue where you guys are at the abandoned theme park, and he's like, hey, what would, uh, you know, theme parks, huh? Uh-huh. Would you go to one if we were back in the real world? And you can say, I would take a girl on a date, or I would, like, love to ask a date out to a theme park, or say, I would take you because you're best friend. And the right dialogue option is to say you would take him. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's your best friend. <laughs> All the other ones he gets dejected at. Uh, See, there should be a secret fourth option where you say, I would love to take a date, and then you pull a bouquet of flowers from behind (laughs) your hand, and you would say, it's it's you. It's you. I'm taking you on said date. (laughs) So, yeah, I I will try and pull some clips from that just so that, you know, we don't all have to play an hours-long part of a video game. Um, Hours-long visual novel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Also... I don't think this would be enough for a full episode, so as bonus content, I'm going to assign a Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Mmm. Mmm. And I will try- Gay content in there, too. Yeah, I will try to find the clips of that that are so extremely homo and no homo. Uh, I love Digimon. Digimon is at war with itself constantly. (laughs) Truly a moment in Hacker's memory that made me yell at my TV because I was so mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) We love that. It's pretty good. It's extremely good. All right. I think we've, I think we've, we've like reached emotional peaks like six times in this recording. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should do some plugs. 
We should do, do some, some plugs. plugs. Hey, you can find the podcast at we were queer at twitter.com. You can find me on Twitter at Groovin Gasly. You can also find me on a podcast called The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, you should follow the show's um, tumblers at we Write Queerbait and Go Next Alex Hunting if you want uh, Hunter Hunter content from a while ago. I still put stuff up there, though, if I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, I'm also on Bandcamp at All Sky. I'm on a podcast called Check Out the Sky. That is the aforementioned OC podcast. If you want to hear about some characters that we made up before we knew what gay was and then later we're like oh they're gay that happens sometimes oh, that explains that we've talked about a few of those um uh i'm also on an upcoming audio drama pilot news forthcoming i'm also on for affinity with the username space robot I also do commissions, spacerobotart at gmail.com, or just contact me on Discord if you know me there. And you should know me there, because get on our Discords. Get on the We Rate Queerbait Discord and also the Check Out This Guy Discord. Both pretty good. Yeah, get on the Check Out This Guy, guy Discord for, uh, right now it's Big Agu Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um because more people are joining that and they're realizing what happens in those is that I sit there and I antagonize uh, Spike the whole time. <laughs> Pretty much. We should call it mm-hmm. Devin I... Antagonizes Mike... Spike, <laughs> Spike Mondays. Mondays, yeah. I, like, I think about a new horrible thing to say and I say it and mm-hmm. Spike says, why would you do this? That is your chosen mode of communication, yes. It is. It is fully. It's the entire basis of my friendship with Sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is one day I said, I'm going to antagonize this person. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Be like the like a horrible spirit in their home. Mm-hmm. It turns out that's the best way to make friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. God. Well, I am truly glad to be with you all here at the end of the all things all things at the end of this recording at the, at end, the of end of this recording, this recording. does that mean we're yeah, gonna end this the recording things. that would be crazy that would be crazy if we ended the recording and one crazy. of us fucked off to heaven i mean it, ha- it <laughs> one is. of us got on a long boat trip forever it got on a long boat ride yeah got on the same uh cruise that every parent in Yu-Gi-Oh goes on mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. It would be crazy, though. That would be pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be crazy to end our podcast, but it, you know, it is, it is the end of all things. It is the end of all things. Do kind of be. And I am glad that it was, that I was here with you at the end of all things, but I am thinking about my wife. I am That's so thankful. True. But also, I am yeah, so I thankful do, and thinking about go, my wife. I do gotta go home to my wife is the thing. I, yeah, we do gotta go home to our That's wives. right. I will hold you all on my lap and kiss your forehead sweetly while we're on this mountain. But as soon as I get home, I'm gonna fuck my wife. Yeah, Saturday is over and it's for the boys are over. <laughs> Sunday through Friday is for the wife. <laughs> Sunday through Friday is for the wife. I'm sorry, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> we're just kidding. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. Unless. That's right. The wife just Unless. Bye, everyone. Good night. Good night.